0: Loitering in Wonderland West World Review Hello citizens, welcome to L I W West World Review, episode 18 for 206 Face Space, which sounds like a badass space movie. Like a like a badass meaning like a really cheesy direct-to-VHS 1987 space movie with with uh, cardboard sets and lots of uh, plastic guns that shoot out terrible-looking uh, lasers. And everybody chases themselves around, or chases each other around in like a uh, full one color uniforms and the red guys are the bad guys and the guys in white are the good guys. That's how you know. And they got different color lasers for some reason. You, it's it's always like that. Anyway, cowboy shit. Who cares? Good and bad. We get it. Um, let's talk about the episode. Uh, it's been, I'm trying to catch up with this, ep- this season here. Finally finish it off. It's episode 206. We're almost there. Um, it's the second half of the season. Um, we begin here with, that's just a. Non sequitur, but we begin here with uh, Dolores and Bernard. They're talking, and we've already seen a thousand scenes with Lawrence and Bernard talking. And Bernard's like, "No, no, Dolores, it's it's actually this. Like, this is what's going on, and and this is what you're supposed to say. And this is this is this. He's like tinkering with her. We see that a lot. Well, it's technically Arnold, I guess, but Bernard, Arnold, same thing. Essentially, one's a robot though. But anyway, uh, and then we realize, oh, she's training him she's like messing with his mind trying to tinker with him because she's like no bernard and he's like what what he doesn't know what's going on uh we don't know what's going on it's just a little scene there uh cuts to dolores she's playing piano she's probably playing like "Rage against Rage against machine on piano for some fucking reason some some new song newish song new meaning 20 years old Rage Against machine would i choose that band just a weird weird thing to throw out there but she's playing a song on the piano Teddy walks in. If you remember at the end of the last episode, he was getting a reset, even though the tech guys are like, we don't know if we should do that. We might not come back, right? But they do it anyway. Teddy comes in, and he's all like, brown, brown. He comes in, and he's like, hey, how you doing? And he starts... They start questioning these two lab guys about where Peter is and they're like we don't know where Peter is we don't know we have no idea we cannot find him everybody's looking for him we can't fucking find him our bus and not tell him where he tell us where he is and Teddy gets mad and shoots him and then, <laughs> so Teddy is not afraid of murder anymore if you remember Teddy's old brain used to be a, a severe murderer he killed a bunch of fucking people but now he's like super good guy gung ho can't hurt anybody and now he's back to that. He's back. He he did a, another 180. He's back to where he was. He did 360, essentially. So he we have that to deal with here. I'm still waiting to see how that turns out, if he's going to end up being like even worse than Dolores is right now. Because they said, otherwise, otherwise I, I still haven't finished the season, by the way. I've only seen up to 208. I haven't seen the last two episodes. So I'm still curious on where they're going to go with Teddy. Because otherwise, why set it up that, he we don't know how is, is this gonna how his brain's gonna handle this. It might fuck him up for good. And I'm like, oh, they better be going somewhere with this, because this show's pretty good about setting things up and actually finishing. Unlike some other shows I don't want to mention that I review. But I'm curious, especially with the whole Peter tracking down thing, which sounds like a different thing. But they're tracking down Peter, and I'm like, yeah, where's this gonna go? I know where this goes now, and I'm not happy about it because I've seen what happens with it. But at this point, when I was watching 206, I'm like, "Where's this going with Peter? I, he's... My, I, I have been unashamedly, un, whatever that word, unashamed of how much in love I am with that actor and how good he is in this show. And he's barely fucking in it, and it's really like bugging me that he's barely in it at all. So I'm like, Any chance they have Peter Abernathy on? I'm like, Yes, here he is. Let's let's see some Peter scenes, which is again a different thing. But I'm like, Yes, okay, they're setting it up. Peter's gonna pay off. He is. Peter's like the secret here. They keep hinting at it, and it's becoming very, very obvious that Peter is this key, whatever they're looking for, whatever they're talking about with like you know Delos, the company is tracking people. It appears that it is in Peter's brain. That's setting up, and I was becoming clear. It was becoming clear to me, like in the last couple episodes, that that's what's, that's what's happening. That's what the point of this is, and they follow through here in a moment. Um, Charlotte and Ashley. And I'm starting to realize when I do my my American Horror Story review, L I W American Horror Story review, that's what it's called, that I'm thinking I'm calling one girl Charlotte a lot, and I can't stop calling her Charlotte. And I'm thinking it's from this show, the Westworld show. Because I, there's no character on, on American Horror Story that I've reviewed yet that is named Charlotte, and I keep calling her that, and I don't know why. I'm thinking this is why. Cross, cross-referencing my other shows, I realize, but I just realized that right now. Charlotte and, though, Charlotte and Ashley are talking about how Delos, the company, I have to say company because there's also Delos, the person. How about this? When I say Delos from now on, I mean the company. If I mean the man, I'll say Mr. Delos. How about that? I'll save myself some, some phrasing. Uh, Delos will put everyone in danger while they wait for the control unit which is peter and I'm, su- I'm assuming it's Peter I don't think they say it's Peter um no that must be it must be that they don't explicitly say his name because they have Peter there in in like the lab and they literally bolt his ass to the fucking t- not his ass ass but bolt him to the fucking table like dsh, dsh, like bolts through his fucking shoulders and he's just stuck to the chair <laughs> and I was like, good God that is fucking brutal and so <laughs> Like even though you know it's a robot, you're still seeing a bolt go through a guy's shoulder blade. It's fucking brutal, but just a whole goddamn bolt. And I've never seen that before. But um, uh, then we cut to another scene, and where I freak out again because I'm like, seriously, swords. We see another scene with a cane, and she's cutting out her daughter's heart for some fucking reason. I guess there's a ritual they do. Because I'm just gonna say now because I don't think it's in my notes. I just read through my notes. I don't think it's in there. She goes and burns her daughter's heart. And then kills herself. But she has a little sword fight first. And I'm like, I don't fucking care who wins this sword fight. I'm not invested with these characters at all. For, for once in the show, I'm like, Akane, I don't really know. She was in one episode. I assume she's not going to be in the rest of the show. And then she dies. She kills herself. But I was like, swords. I, again, I'm going to bring it up. Shogun world. I don't understand the point of it. Because a sword. A, okay, let me backtrack. Westworld. They have bullets that aren't real bullets. So when they hit you, it's like a... A metal paintball kind of, where it doesn't it doesn't go into your skin, but when it hits the robots, it's kind of like a poof, and it goes into them. So it's not like a real bullet, but it's got like the simulation of a real bullet, right? You get that, right? Makes sense. I, that makes sense to me. It's it works on robots, not on people. A fucking sword, on the other hand, is a fucking sword. Because even if I gave a sword to the West West World robots and they hit me with it, I don't know how I wouldn't die. So I don't I don't get the I don't get how you wouldn't just die immediately if you go to Shogun World and start a fight with a fucking samurai or, or a Shogun. I don't know how you wouldn't die immediately because the second they chop you, what's it gonna, is it a non-real metal sword? Oh, how, what? How? It's gotta be, they don't explain the science of it and it's driving me fucking crazy how the sword wouldn't kill the guests as well. But whatever. Akane is fucking dead. She kills herself. Moving on. Hopefully we're done with Shogun World for a little bit. I liked spending time in Shogun World it was a cool little storyline there where they cut off their ears. The next episode goes into the uh, Indian territory and the Indian tribe. That's interesting. I have a lot of notes for that one, uh, way more than this episode. It's just, there's a lot going on in that episode, and it is, it is hard to keep track of. But uh, continuing with this episode, uh, Man in Black, if you remember, his daughter Emily showed up at the end of the last episode, and I thought it was going to be like uh, two episodes down the line where they reveal it's his daughter, but they say right away, Her name is Emily. I've learned it now. She is a host. Uh, he thinks he thinks she's a host. He thinks she's a robot. He's like, fucking, I can't believe Ford would do something like this. Like, this is low. Like, making a robot out of my own daughter. And I'm like, I can't imagine. It'd be weird. Uh, I, I get, it'd be terrifying to not know who's real or not. And I guess because even now the bullets kill everybody, so you can't even test that shit out. I don't know how the bullets are suddenly working on humans. I just don't understand the science of that. I don't. I don't get it. it. Did they explain that and I missed it, or I forgot about it? That I talked about it. <laughs> I don't get how the bullets weren't killing humans before. Now the bullets are killing humans just fine. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. But whatever. Because Man in Black is shot a lot and he he's hurt. It uh, happens in this episode, I believe. But um, he thinks she's a host. She's like, I'm not a fucking robot, Dad. Like I'm here to help you. I'm here to get you out of here. And then they get ambushed, and then she shoots them down. Like she, for some reason, she's really fucking good at quick draw. She like, shoots them all, and we've already seen her do that. And I'm like, how is she so good? Like she's been in like Shogun World, and or I mean, she didn't go there. She went to the Indian, the Indian world, whatever that's called. I forget. But she wasn't like shooting everybody. She shot a guy, then fucked him. She did that. She did that for sure. Um, anyway, let's talk about Bernard and Elsie. They're looking at a computer, which is all they've done so far since they met up. Uh, in the last episode or something like that. And then they realize they're looking at the cradle, which the cradle kind of like controls everything. It's basically like a matrix plugin, which that's what it felt like to me. They go in there and they jack into it and then they're in the matrix. But they realize Ford made it so that every time QA, uh, quality assurance is what that stands for, if you've never worked like real t- retail or any company like that. QA, every time they try to fix something, uh, like a coding mistake or or anything that goes on, wrong. Anytime they try to fix it, the Cradle is now blocking them out. And the, syst- the Cradle system itself is improvising and reacting a different way every time. And kind of being like, does its own thing. And you're kind of realizing, just like the robots, the, the Cradle, the system itself is built like the robots are, the individual robots. And you're kind of like, oh, did Ford build himself into the, this is what i'm thinking is ford build himself into the cradle is he now the cradle controlling everything because that explains why he can control the little girl robot lawrence's daughter why he can control all this other shit he's controlling things non-stop even though he's fucking dead he's goddamn so dead but i'm like that makes sense if he like put himself into the cradle and that's how he's talking to man in black and all that and, and still controlling things because he comes into the end here and i'll get to that but it, that's my theory right now is that he is the cradle still because he doesn't want to give up that control because as much as he is uh, uh, the, the guy that built the park and he's great and he should be revered for that, he's also a psychopath. He really fucking is. Like He's orchestrating this entire human massacre here just for these fucking robots. Who fucking cares? Um, we, let's go back over and talk about Felix. And, uh, and they kept calling him Lutz. And I'm like, who the fuck is... Is his name Lutz? And I've been calling him Felix. Like, how did I get it that wrong? Like, Lutz. And I'm like, did I? I, Maybe I heard the word Felix from the word Lutz. Maybe. And then uh, I realized their names are Lutz and Sylvester. Like, and I'm like, okay, the other guy's name is Sylvester. I didn't know that. I genuinely didn't know his name because he's, I kept, I kept, I'll be honest, I kept expecting that guy to die like every single scene he's in. And Maeve just hasn't killed him because she doesn't want to kill people just recklessly. If they don't, she doesn't need to, she's she's pretty uh she's pretty good about killing people she needs to, and then not killing the ones she doesn't need to, unlike Dolores. But um, I I realized I looked it up online on IMDb, and I'm like, oh, it's Felix Lutz. That's his name. His last name is Lutz. For some fucking reason, they're calling him his last name now out of nowhere, and it threw me the fuck off. I don't know why they're doing that. I don't remember them saying it before. So again, a lot of character names in this show, and a lot of stuff going on all the time. And you get if you. And I try to pay really close. I take fucking notes as I watch it. That's paying close attention. But I must have missed his last name at some point. And I missed the Sylvester's name anyway. I just didn't learn it because I thought he was going to goddamn die all the goddamn time. But they find some sort of access point And they're like, let's go to the access point. And they, uh, they're on land and they go into it. Which is essentially the access point is apparently just a giant garbage chute. They just like slide down it. And I'm like, "Wee!" They might as well have been like on a fucking slide. So they go down. They go down. Um... Emily uh, t- tells Man in Black uh, about how much she's been fucking around in all the parks. And she she's like, I finally found you. Here you are. And he's like, why are you here? Like, why did you come looking for me? Like, just, just let me be here. And she's like, I refuse, to let you su- I refuse to let you suicide by robot, I think is her phrasing. I'm <laughs> like, I love that. And uh, if it's not the phrasing she came up with, I came up with it. And I love it. I think she said that. I really do. But... Um, we they have like their first, like a tender scene together where, and I don't know if he still thinks she's a robot because he, but then he's like, all right, you're right, we can be father daughter. He's like, do you think you can forgive me and like we can actually have a relationship? And she goes, she's like, it'll be a start and that sort of thing. She, being realistic, where she's not going, yes, it'll fix everything. I don't, our mother died because you were abusive and or not abusive but negligent and and and, and we're a shithead. And she killed herself, but yeah, we'll just for, I'll forget the whole thing. No, she's just like, it'll be a start. Let's try. We could try to bridge this gap, try to repair it. Something. It'll be something. It will be more than nothing in you killing yourself by a robot, which will fucking fuck me. It'll fuck me up forever. So it's something. And he's like, okay, let's just go. What's, uh, and they walk to the, she's, they're like, what's this walk to the, uh, get out of here, walk to the uh, ocean, walk to the beach, I think he says, and leave it all burning behind us. She's like, I like that. He's like, so would I. Immediately cut to her waking up in the morning and he's gone. And I'm like, oh, oh, I guess he doesn't want it. <laughs> he fucking left without her. <laughs> and she's like, son of a bitch. And freaks out. I'm like, yeah, you should have seen that coming. He's he's not exactly the greatest man in the world. Plus, he honestly doesn't know if you're if you're a robot or not. He's probably finding it a little tricky to trust you or not. Um the one of the plot lines that they're not really touching on enough for me that I want to see more of, which is a strange request, is the uh, a- Ashley and his men and what they're doing like the Delos guys, because some Scottish guy, some Scottish soldier guy shows up. He takes over for Ashley. He, he likes he, he basically like tells Ashley off like you've been fucking up left and right. I'm taking over. Go fuck yourself. Like you, you've been running such a shit show. And Ashley's just like, okay, I tried. I mean, I was doing my best. I mean, just, my name's Ashley. Ashley, what do you want? My brothers are so famous. But he's just, and I'm like, I want to know what, what they're doing. They're they're touching on him for like two minutes every other episode. And I'm like, I want to see what they're doing more. Because they started to touch on it a little heavier, I think in one of the first or second episode. And I was like, oh, ooh, what are they doing? Oh, no. And they barely go back to that. And I'm like, still waiting for it. Most of the, the soldiers and everything we see are running into a room getting mowed down by robots. And that's it. That's, we don't get any dialogue from them. So when we do see them, I'm like, what is their plan? I want to see it. But I know they can't go into too much detail until after they spoil or get over whatever secret they're having. But I'd like to see them planning. I feel like all of those commands and all those scenes that I want to see are being handled by Charlotte, which, thank fucking Christ, I have a major crush on her. But the point is, I want to see more of the soldiers and what they're actually doing because right now it feels like they're just running in circles on the beach. I have no fucking idea what they're doing. I I have zero idea what their plan is other than getting this secret, which I assume is Peter Abernathy, in his head. Other than that, I don't know what they're doing, what their plan is, how they're going to execute this plan, what the fuck they're doing, and they're just... They're constantly just walking like with a brisk pace back and forth, talking about commands and how other people are fucking up. And I'm like, "What are you doing? What What is the goal? I know the goal, but how are you gonna How are you gonna achieve this goal? I don't understand because the only times I get any information on the goal is through Charlotte, and Charlotte is just going, "This is what Delos is gonna do. This is what we have to do to help that help Delos." But it's not handled by the soldiers because if if Charlotte's going to do all that, I'm fine with that. Don't show the soldiers at all, ever. I just I don't know why they're two separate things unless Charlotte's working against them. But then in order for her to work against them, we have to see the soldiers doing something of, of impact. So that when she double-crosses them, I, I, I know what's going on. I, is that a petty request? I, maybe it is. I don't know. It's just every time I see the soldiers, I'm reminded that there's soldiers there because I forget. Other than the running in the room, getting shot, like cannon fodder, I, d- I want to know what they're doing, and I'm like, oh yeah, these guys, wonder what these guys are. Oh, the scene's over. Okay, I guess I'll never know. This, the show doesn't want me to know what they're doing. I'm like everyone else, I know exactly what the fuck they're doing. The robots, small little groups of robots who I don't really even barely even know. I know what the fuck they're doing. It's weird, and like these guys are, are the main threat, the main threat to the robots, to the humans, to everybody, and I don't know what the fuck they're doing other than looking for something. I'd like to see their scenes some more. Maybe a little more built up, built something around that. Something a little more substance with their scenes. That's all. Fair request, I think. I think. Lee uh, takes Maeve to where she had a different life. It's on that little uh, farm with her daughter. She sees her daughter with a new mama. Um, and she's like, she's kind of freaking out. She's walking toward the kid. She kind of says, says hi to her. She looks over, sees the uh, other mom in the field. And then the Indians start to show up. Trotting in on horseback. Uh, Maeve has like flashbacks of when that Indian guy came into the house. And then, if I remember correctly, Man in Black showed up and killed her whole family. Right? Something like that. But she's freaking out. They get attacked. And then her and the daughter run into a field while... Uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? What I can't believe I forgot a character name. Oh, my God. Like, really, really forgot it. Hector. I remembered. Hector is... His men all fight the Indian guys. I don't remember. It doesn't really go into detail what, exactly what happened, who died and everything. But I'm assuming none of our main characters because these characters are in here later. Um, anyway, let's move on. Last thing I have to say. Uh, Bernard gets plugged into the Matrix Cradle and uh, he's having a memory about like walking around the Old West Town uh, where we kind of start off our... This is where I consider the starting point, And I think the show does too. The starting point. So where the train gets off, the guests would arrive. It's where... Uh, Teddy picks up the can, gives it to gives it to uh, Dolores. Good God, I'm forgetting names right now for some reason. But it's like the starting point of the show of the Westworld show. You know, literally the Westworld theme park show. So he he's kind of like walking around there, and then he goes into a uh, the saloon. And he knows the doors, and he's looking around. And he hears a piano playing. He's just like looking around, all weird. Like, what the hell am I? Where am I? When am I? What's going on? I don't because he never knows what's real because his brain is fried. And uh, I guess he's because Elsie said he's running out of some sort of fluid, and they have to get it in him. And, and, and I'm like, yeah, this is a sexy show. Get him, get the fluid in him. Yeah, and then he's looking around, freaking out. He looks over and he sees that it's Ford playing the piano. He's like, ding. and he's actually on camera. Ford is actually on camera, and I'm like, "I, I was beginning to think," and I'm like, hey, "Maybe it's him. It might be like a CGI <laughs> Anthony. I don't know. I don't know what's going on." But I'm like, "Is it?" Because I was, oh, sorry, I was beginning to think that he doesn't want to be on the actual show anymore. So he's like, "I'll do my voiceovers. I don't want to be on the show." Uh, I don't know how old Anthony Hopkins is. I feel like he's been this. He's been sixty to 70 for 35 years now i don't know i don't know how old he is i really don't but maybe he doesn't want to do the show anymore but he appears he's not against the show because he's still doing stuff for it but he's actually on screen and i'm like oh here he is and that's where it ends with ford playing a piano so we actually see ford again so that's kind of why i'm thinking that's why maybe think made me think that ford is the cradle like Ford is in the cradle because he's still in the fucking system. The only way he could be in the system is if he a implanted himself into Bernard's memories and therefore all of their memories, which he would do that by being the cradle. So actually, both of my theories are him being the cradle. So who knows? Maybe it's just Bernard's brain, or it's all of their brains because he's in the little girl too. He must have unless he implanted himself in Bernard and the little girl. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to get into it. I don't know if they're going to say explicitly Ford is in the cradle. But if they don't say he's not, I'm going to go ahead and assume that he is the cradle. He is literally like a, a, a digital version of Ford controlling everything. Like a Ford, like wires plugged into, into a jar with Ford's brain in the center of it. And they're all plugged into his brain and he's controlling everything. Like, like, or like that, what's his name, Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And he has the body around him which is fucking bizarre, and and if you think about that, it was in a kid's cartoon, they made toys out of it, a little brain, I had it, it was weird, had little arms. Anyway, that was a way off topic, but let's get the fuck out of here, end of the episode. Good episode, uh, re- pretty good episode, nothing really that great happens in it. No, not a whole lot of new revelations, other than uh, Men in Black is still an asshole, Man in Black, uh, still an asshole, and Ford shows up, and so on. Does Maeve have her kid now? I don't remember how this plays out. It doesn't matter. Let's get out of here. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long citizen.